0: Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it.
1: My employees, I say I can't come to work very often because I can't get any work done here because they're usually, I have put a note outside my office today. To not like stages. I text them all. I put a note up outside. I told them all it's on the calendar. Um, so that they knew not otherwise somebody would be sitting in both the chairs behind me right now. Like just <laughs> sitting having coffee with me, <laughs> telling me what happened in their life. And and that's my culture around here. I want to be there for my employees. I think it, you know, um, but I I don't know. I don't know where tomorrow's taking me with my businesses. Um, I am writing a book. And that's been very therapeutic. I think every everyone should write a book. I wish I had done this years ago. I feel like if I had written a book ten years ago, it would be the same book just ten years before, Mm -hmm. Um, and I would have probably left my marriage because I would have read my book, (laughs) and I would have to be honest. I would have been like, "What? Why are you still there?" Right? I think, which is why journaling, I think, is so so cathartic and therapeutic and you can just get so much from it um but yeah
0: it is it's a window to your soul it's like the only it's the only access that i've i've learned you know and i'm always looking for tools where it allows you to see who you are where you were and you know it's you it's like you get to see it yeah yeah
1: yeah even i look at when i started journaling my handwriting my physical handwriting what it looks like as to what it looks like today, as to what it looked like in that letter that I wrote my ex in 1999. It's like mind blowing to me when I look at my handwriting and, and I can tell when I'm writing something, like I can go through my journals and just look. And when my handwriting changes, I know I'm talking about something really, really letting it out. Mm-hmm. And it's for me, it's that's been like a big, like, Wow, it can see my. It, I mean, it, who you are comes out in so many things. Like I said earlier, when my physical body was had broken down, I I didn't realize that that was because of the emotional stuff that I was going through and the mental breakdowns that I was going through. That I was thinking I was being strong, but my body was like, stop. My body was sending me so many signals that I was ignoring. Same with my handwriting. My handwriting sends me all these signals. And I never saw that before until this last year's journey of writing, going, "Hmm, why was I writing like that? And then it was something really like something that I hadn't talked about before and I was writing about it. And I was like, wow, wow, it's pretty empowering. when You can look at yourself that way.
0: Yeah, it is. Especially when you notice it. Because once you distinguish it, then you have access to, understanding why yeah which for me is is so powerful because then that you know that helps helps us evolve helps us get to the next level so what are some of the things that you're doing now for you that are healing
1: um I do a lot of meditating a lot of journaling like I meditate three times a day now um in fact it's it's on, like it, I get notices, you'll be meditating in seven minutes, right? Like I have to schedule it because otherwise I won't do it for myself. Um, so I what schedule. Does it lo-
0: what does it look like, like when you meditate? What is it? Give me an example. So for somebody that does, has never meditated before.
1: So the three that I do, one is a seven-minute meditation, one is a 30-minute meditation, and one is a three-minute meditation. So I just focus on, for me, I find it doesn't even have to be a quiet place. I just shut myself off now. And I, sometimes I listen to a calming sound. Sometimes I don't, it kind of just depends on where I'm at. Um, But I just stop doing whatever I'm doing and I go inside of myself and I focus on, for me, I focus on my breathing Um, because I think breathing is the thing that's changed in, I can slow myself down very quickly through my breathing now. Um, I can slow my anxieties down, um, my worrying down, all of those just through breathing. So my three-minute one is just me breathing for three minutes. And then the next one later in the day is a seven-minute one. And that one, I refocus on something. So if there's something that's really bothering me, I try to breathe through that and send it away from me and figure out. And then my 30-minute one is at is night. Um, I find that I wait, used to wake up a lot at night um, because right before I went to bed, I was on the computer and I was thinking of all these things. And so, of course, my brain couldn't shut down. So 30 minutes before I'm ready to go to bed, instead of watching TV or scrolling through TikTok, I'm breathing and I'm focusing on my body. And I that one is I'm focusing on each part of my body and breathing into them and giving oxygen to my whole body, starting at my feet all the way through it. And by the 30 minutes, I'm so shut down. My brain has shut down that I can sleep now. I didn't sleep for years. Years I didn't sleep. Like I couldn't fall asleep for more than an hour or two a night. I would wake up four or five hour, times a night. Um, and now, now, sorry about that. Now I can sleep six to eight hours depending, you know, I get up at five every morning anyway. So whether I go to bed at 11 or go to bed at nine, I get up at five and I rarely wake up anymore, rarely. But if I do wake up, I go right back into meditating. I go right, which is breathing for me. So for me, all my meditation happens off breathing and off clearing my mind. I don't want to think about anything but my breath when I breathe. So that my focus is my breath.
0: And what does that give you? Like, what, what do you... What, what happens when you do those things?
1: Um, I feel so during the day, I feel clearer. I feel like I can, and at any time, if I start to feel stressed, I can, I can go into a three minute meditation where I can, it refocuses me and recenters me to, um, get out of that anxiety of whatever it is that's spinning me. Um, that's a business thing or a personal thing. Um, because I still tend to want to fix everything, right? It's not like you're a fixer your whole life and then all of a sudden you walk away from fixing it. So being that person, if somebody I know is having a hard time, I have to tell myself it's not my job to fix it. (laughs) So, and in my business too, it's not my job to fix it. Like I don't, I can listen and I can be empathic, but I don't have to fix it for anybody anymore. Um, So it recenters me to that, which is why I have to do it three times a day. Like, and some days it's more than that. Other, that's, that's my minimum number of times that I'll meditate throughout a day. But it, it gives me so much power to meditate because once I meditate, it's like, it's a fresh, like I took a fresh piece of paper and now I can go and it's flat and it's good and it's easy and I can go and compartmentalize whatever it is I need to work on and get through so much more work. Um, I find myself very scattered if I don't meditate. Um, very scattered like I don't get anything done
0: so now you have these tools right that you've discovered after your divorce what would what would your marriage have been like if you would have had these tools back then
1: wow I would never have married him
0: which brings me to another question (laughs) did you know Like when you were in it, did you know that it wasn't really working? Like, you know, like we have our spirit and our spirit talks to us and then we don't listen. Did your spirit tell you, hey, this is not where you should be?
1: All the time. Mm. All the time. From from the first week I met him, from the first day I met him, from the first day I met him, um, I knew I shouldn't be in this relationship my body told me my people around me told me um but I fiz- I knew it I always knew in my gut that there was something and I just couldn't put my finger on it I couldn't I just couldn't put my finger on it like from the time I met and and I realized this um Somebody said, you meet a person the same, you start a relationship the same way you end a relationship with a person, whether it's a romantic, however it is. And I always found that interesting. This was while I was married, somebody told me this. And I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. Okay, whatever. And then my marriage ended. And I I always thought of that. Um, And I thought, how did I start my relationship? And I started my relationship with him. He stalked me. I used to manage a restaurant and he stalked me at that restaurant and he would follow me he would send me things anonymously and that's how we met after i kicked him out and throughout our relationship he stalked me my entire our entire relationship and really heavily when i kicked him out he stalked me he put trackers on my car he put things on my phone he hacked into my email systems and it was like this light bulb moment of going oh my gosh he, we ended the relationship the same way the relationship began, with him stalking me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. And I didn't realize that until um, probably, I don't know, a couple months ago, I was talking about it and going, oh, my gosh. Like I had the correlation between how it began and how it ended. Um, but I knew from the beginning there was always something And But then what happened was, is I talked all my friends into liking him. And I talked all my family into liking him. Mm. And I worked so hard at doing that. But by the time I got pregnant with our first son, um, I wanted to leave. And I couldn't because I had talked everybody into liking him. And so now, if I said anything was wrong with him, then they weren't gonna i i believe they wouldn't believe me no one was gonna believe me
0: this conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable so i'm challenging you share yourself and your story be courageous be vulnerable it makes a difference